0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And uh, good afternoon, good whatever it is. This is uh, disjointed America's Web Radio. But it's not really, because this is a... Uh, we're going to do another very important David's pick today. And uh, I invited... With, with uh, a little help. With a little... Yeah, very little. I know. Um uh, that was, that was rude. Hey, hey, I'm all
1: of five foot three if I'm wearing the right shoes. Three what? <laughs> yeah, well.
0: <laughs> okay, well, we won't even go there. But, uh, you know, anyway, I invited Victor to be on because I respect. Uh, I know he's going to find this hard to believe, but I respect his opinions, and <laughs> we've had a lot of stuff going on. And I guess my first question is. When are the Democrats going – no, no, I'm sorry. When are the dummy going to start working and doing something – you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the Constitution, doesn't it say we'll have representatives from each state going to the House of Representatives and to the Senate in the House, and they are to work for the general public – in uh, voting for and uh, making the government run basically well uh, where does it say that in the constitution i guess i'm I'm just too dumb and i've missed it in reading the constitution that it says we elect people to go to washington to to impeach the president
1: well i'll tell you this david the problem the biggest problem is career politicians that's one thing that the constitution never called for um and, you know, we we don't really specifically need – well, I mean, let me change that. We might need term limits. And the reason why I would say we wouldn't need them is because the American people are supposed to, or, or it would be nice if the majority of them would stay engaged and uh, throw some of these bozos out. And I and I say that on both sides. You've got um, just about every Democrat that needs to be thrown out, and you've got a lot of Republican establishment people that need to be thrown out. But But, you know, the Constitution – if you read the writings of the Founding Fathers, they didn't want career politicians. They wanted people to go represent their community, represent their district. And when I say community, I mean district in terms of the House. And then the Senate, the two senators from each state, used to be appointed by the, le- the legislature of the state, which is what we should get back to. Uh, but that's a whole other story.
0: Oh, that, you know, that, uh, would, uh, that would open Pandora's <laughs> Yeah, so it would. there's not mm-hmm. enough graft and greed and under-the-table exchanged mm-hmm. as it is – Yeah, Uh, that would. Well, well, that's a that's a good point, too, David, because the
1: problem I have another problem I have with with career politicians is let's take uh, since Biden is a topic of late. Let's or or, you know what? I won't even I won't even use Biden. Let's use uh, Sanders. Hmm. You know, Senator Sanders, the socialist. Had He's never had a private sector job. He's never held a job. He never really – he never had an earning – a money-making private sector job in his life. He got elected to Congress. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I believe the Congress first, the House. Um, That was basically his first job. Then he went on to be in the Senate. All he has done is get elected and work off the public uh, fare. I mean, he's he's been paid by the taxpayers. Somehow he's a multimillionaire. So he went into politics – I won't say penniless, but he was not a rich man. Now, years and what, fifty years later of him uh, serving the public—and I'm using air quotes—he's um, a multimillionaire. So this is one of the problems we have. You you shouldn't be able to enter politics a meager with meager means and come out of politics. A millionaire or multimillionaire i that just wasn 't the way it was supposed to be uh, but but name one that hadn 't well there you go, and it happens on both sides, and that 's oh, yeah. the sad thing you know the one one the one I can name probably right now off the top of my head is President Trump he had no he wasn't he didn 't go into politics to get rich he 's already rich yeah. and and there 's a guy who a president right now that we have who doesn 't even take the salary he donates uh, the salary that he 's supposed to get as a president he donates it so he is clearly setting an example that no other politician will set or has set. But, but you know, you, you get back to that, uh, you know, what are these people doing up there? What are our elected officials doing? We're paying them with our sweat equity because the government doesn't earn money. They seize it, and they seize it from the public. And that money that we work hard for that's taxed, that's paying and supporting these politicians – we should start demanding that they get you
0: just brought up a topic that really upsets me and i'm sure that's this deal of let's start another inquiry investigation and who the hell is paying for it yeah exactly 34 million dollars on the on the russian the uh, the Mueller
1: investigation was north of 30 North of thirty-four million. I mean, it, it's ridiculous how much they spent on that. And now look at what they're doing today. Uh, Adam Schiff, shiftless Adam. I mean, this guy is uh, up in the in the house today. They're questioning the uh, the the DNI, the Director of National Intelligence. And it is a fiasco. What they're doing this morning is another waste of money, waste of taxpayer dollars. I mean, that's what government does the best is waste money, and and it it ought to infuriate everyone, no matter what side of the aisle they're on. And David, I would venture to say too, if we asked the Democrat, if we asked elected officials, and this includes Republicans, um, what does caring for the general welfare of the United States that that is in the Constitution, the general
0: welfare. Uh, I bet you none of them could give us the proper answer. I bet you're right. Yeah, that's a very good point. And, and we should. And I mm-hmm. guess, you know, yesterday uh, I was watching some of the fiasco, and um, I think it was Britt Hume came on mm-hmm. uh, with Fox, and he's the first I've heard say it. And all of this stuff that started yesterday after the document release and you know, there is no there, and there is, you know, Trump is not stupid. He's not going to say, oh, I'm, if you don't do this, I'm going to do that, and oh, he doesn't, he's smarter than that. But anyway, Brit Hume was the first, and I've been saying this now for a goodly while, but you brought it up just a minute ago. What is this thing with Trump. And I've said all along, I think most of the jerks in the House and Senate are, are purpley jealous mm-hmm. of, here's a guy that won when everybody said he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy that's made a pajillion dollars, which they say is crooked. Where, is it a, where are you a crook if you do everything right and you, yeah. you have a staff of attorneys and staff of, uh, mm-hmm. of uh, accountants? that keep you in the clear, mm-hmm. it's jealousy that they're, you know, well, why he, are they after <laughs> You may have hit on, you may have hit the proverbial,
1: how do they say it, the nail on the head there, David. Um, there is no doubt in my mind that there is jealousy along the political elite, uh, jealousy for Trump, and, and some of the Democrat listeners out there are probably laughing right now, going, oh, Victor, you're crazy. Well, no, you got to think about this, because, David, you're absolutely right. You've got a guy from the outside. First of all, the Washington Swamp, and this is establishment Republicans, this is never Trump or Republicans, and this is the Democrat Party. They do not like the fact that an outsider was able to bust into their party. Uh, the Washington, what people need to understand is, is Washington is a bubble. And it is an elitist bubble, and they do not like it when somebody like a blue-collar millionaire, which is Donald Trump, can come in there and bust up that party. You know, if you look back, David, the left used to love Donald Trump. They loved him until he got into politics. And then because he got into politics – now, think about this, David. If Donald Trump had run as a Democrat – now, Donald Trump has been a Democrat most of his life. Uh, he changed back and forth several times among his career. He was a Republican, a Democrat, a Republican, a Democrat, but most of the time a Democrat. Had he run for president as a Democrat and got elected, he would be – they would be fawning over him right now. Uh, but in, but because he has an R by his name and because that he gets to wield the so-called power of Washington – the republican way so to speak because that's how they look at it they look at everything as power they are trying to vilify this man so they want to vilify him because he's got an r by his name and they want to vilify him because he was an outsider and you know here people ask me somebody asked me the other day how i could still support trump and i looked at him and i said look because i know when the republican when there are republicans in washington that hate this man When there are never Trumpers that hate this man and when the whole Democrat Party hates this man. So the majority of Washington hates him.
0: He must be good.
1: He must be good. I mean, he must be the right guy. Uh, I have been wanting wanting a non-politician to lead this country for a long time, and and we've got one now. Uh, but, But I do believe there's some jealousy there, David, because Donald Trump came from the outside. He ran as not a traditional Republican, not as a traditional Democrat. He kind of ran as a populist. And I'm not going to sit here and say what's good and bad about populism, but Donald Trump didn't run as a Republican ideologue, and he didn't run as a Democrat ideologue. So, And he was able to penetrate that Washington bubble. And now the media, which is an, which is an arm of the left, the Democrats – They have been very used to being able to take out whichever Republican they want. And there have been years and years and years where the Democrat Party, with the help of the lamestream media, has always been able to fixate on a Republican and take them out. They haven't been able to do that with Donald Trump, and it drives them crazy.
0: Oh, you know, the the last couple of appearances, one with uh, Donald Trump at the U.N., one with uh, the speech and... um and his uh, uh, conference, i guess it wasn't really a news conference, just a handshaking with the Australian, I believe mm-hmm. uh, prime minister. but you know they some of the idiots, uh, Pelosi being one and and uh, schumer uh, had in the past talked about that uh, Trump wasn't presidential mm-hmm. and I would put up Trump and his beautiful wife as the most presidential two people I've seen in years compared to Obama that didn't know which fork to use Mm -hmm. and uh, Michelle that (laughs) wore the clown suits Um, you know uh, we're very fortunate in my opinion to have somebody like Trump and our first lady they're they're a beautiful couple. They're well spoken. How many other people know how to speak seven or eight languages? I sure yeah. Know. Think about it. And, uh, I have trouble enough with two languages. Yeah, but, well, at least you got two, and I, I got well. I I take that. But have got, got good English, English and bad Texan, English, and Texan. And Texan, yes. But no, you know it's you know I I guess that that's got to be frustrating as hell to the dem, Democrats mm-hmm. that no matter what they try to pull. It blows up on them, and uh, it wasn't that long ago that it was, you know, oh while Trump's not acting presidential, and he'll never, he'll never get along with foreign countries or foreign leaders.
1: Right. And remember the doom and gloom that they predicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about it the other day, David, that they. Uh, Trump was oh, if you elect Trump, he he's going to isolate the U.S. He's not going to talk to friends. He's not going to talk to foes. He's not. And and think about this, David. It wasn't that long ago when we had an Obama administration where they were begging Obama to go sit down with Kim Jong Un. They were begging him to go sit down with uh, the uh, Ayatollahs of Iran, and 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 they were saying how how oh, he needs to sit down with anybody, anyone. He should he should be able to sit down and talk to. And uh, and I remember there were Republicans at the time that were saying no no you shouldn't do that and and I was one of the ones that said you know talking's not a bad thing. And uh and and you don't want to bring him to Washington. Yeah, you don't want to elevate him to that, but you can meet him somewhere and they were t- but Obama never did that. But who did it? Who did it? Donald, Donald
0: J Trump. You know, and the other thing about Obama whenever he was out, talking about 180 degrees is trump going out and saying america is number one and this is why and Mm -hmm. you know you will support you and we want your support and all obama ever did was go out and say how bad the united states is well he went on an apologetic tour and an apologetic tour you know we've done so many things wrong Mm -hmm. in the past and it it's it's all the difference in the world and I think we finally have respect in the world that we didn't have for eight years well there's no
1: question about that David uh, you know Obama went on eight year apologetic tour. the current crop of candidates that are running for the Democrat nominee for presidency uh, they're they're basically every chance they get they're either they 've moved from apologizing on the behalf of the u s in their eyes to accusing the u s of, of of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are, I mean, some of them are just outlandish and ridiculous, and and they and then they, some of them are even bad mouthing the United States.
0: It's our fault that there yeah. is not perfect air to breathe. Right, and you
1: know, <laughs> you know, you bring up air, and they talk about clean air, clean water. You know, the United States is on the forefront of reducing the most emissions, reducing everything that they say is bad. Uh, we lead the way. Where's their outrage on China? Where's their outrage on India and any other? country other than the United States. It's where their head
0: generally is. Okay, we'll be back right after this with a uh, special David's Pick and our super guest, uh, Victor amenderas We'll be back right after this.
2: Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening,
0: Victor. I want to. One of the reasons I call a special session, or whatever you <laughs> want to call it, and Emergency. ask you to come beyond because of of your knowledge and uh, background and so forth. But one of the things that we've got to get across to people, and you know, is back to why did we elect. People, why do we elect people to represent us if they're going to Washington? And one, they're not representing representing us. And two, they're spending money like there's like it grows on trees, which we know it doesn't. And this, they've done more disruption. They've done absolute, and it's both sides of the aisles. Mm-hmm. The, the, Republicans can't stand up and say we did a better job because they didn't and yeah. they haven't done and they're not stopping and if if one side can stop the other then the other side should be able to stop the other side or whatever but you know I, I got very frustrated yesterday listening to this garbage of one more one more multi multi million dollar inquiry and investigation mm-hmm. and I quite honestly hope that Pelosi's face blows up and her and her you know her Figuratively. last, her last uh, skin graft uh, comes undone. falls off or something but anyway you know she she's just <laughs> not a nice lady you know you mentioned
1: Pelosi I, I just want look folks and listeners and and, and thanks for listening today uh, but think about this in 1998 Nancy Pelosi, went on the House floor and demanded that the impeachment proceedings stop. Now, Bill Clinton did break the law. Now, I'm not going to get into was it right or wrong to impeach him. Um, I myself believe that the impeachment ought to be the, a last resort, and it ought to be only because a high crime or misdemeanor was committed. Uh, so I'm not going to get into a debate about whether Clinton was, what it was wrong or right, but the fact of the matter is he did break the law. And He – and Pelosi stood there and said, despite him breaking the law, that impeachment was bad for the country. I mean, folks, go look this up. You could probably – well, if YouTube hadn't killed it, you might be able to find it. But Pelosi stood on the floor in 1998 and told the country that – and she did press conferences. And she told us, she told the American people that that impeachment was bad for the country. That this was a, uh, only because the Republicans hated Bill Clinton is why they were going to impeach. Uh, she went on and on and on about all how bad it was to go down the impeachment road. Now, again, let me remind you President Clinton did, was convicted of a crime. It, it was perjury. That is a crime. And he was president. And, and so. And he was disbarred. And he was disbarred. So the situation is different. But yet, Pelosi stood there and said how bad impeachment would be. Fast forward to today, and Nancy Pelosi and her cohorts are telling you that, basically, we lost an election. We don't like this guy. We don't like his tweets. We must impeach. In fact, if you look at you know Al Green, Representative Al Green let the cat out of the bag uh, yesterday, and he may have done it before yesterday uh, – they asked him about his feelings on impeachment and why this why they're pushing so hard for this right now. And he actually said, and, and I've said this before, if you really pay attention to a Democrat to their list to their words and to their actions, you'll actually get to the truth of what they're trying to say or what they want to say. He actually looked at the journalists and said, "Well, I feel like if we don't impeach Donald Trump, he will get reelected. Well, folks, I am here to tell you that nowhere in the Constitution does it say, I don't like you, therefore I get to impeach you. And that's what the Democrat Party is today, and this is where Pelosi – where Pelosi just – feeds off the ignorance or stupidity of the American people, and I think a lot of it is more towards the ignorant side because you can fix ignorance. Uh, and, and we have short-term memories, and no one is going to go back. You know, there's no millennial today that knows in 1998 that Nancy Pelosi went out and was saying that what an awful thing we're doing to the country by going through impeachment proceedings. But yet here we are today. She's telling you that we must go through impeachment proceedings. Uh, Although I have a little theory, David, I think Pelosi is actually trying to slow down these... I think she's lost control. I think she doesn't want to go into the impeachment proceedings, but the wacko left led by Ocasio-Cortez is forcing her to do it.
0: No, I I agree with you, and uh, I I think it's only going to get... It's going to get nasty. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, what's the old saying? You want to pick your own fight, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think that, that... The Democrats, the
1: Democrats, the
0: hypocrites, uh, have bitten on the wrong dog, and Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to feel the brunt of it. And uh, I, I, it's sort of interesting. I, I feel sorry for Trump that you know this is this ain't fair, but I think he loves it, and he Mm -hmm. loves he he continues to be about five steps ahead of him. He really does. No, no matter what they do, mm-hmm. he's already, you know, he's just five steps ahead of them and make it and make them look like clowns. You know, the difference is, and I've said this, I've said this before. Uh, Trump
1: didn't need this. He doesn't need any status from being a politician. He doesn't need the uh, to to get rich off the backs of the American people. He he doesn't need any adulation for becoming presidency. I think to him it was a, I love this country. I'm going to see what I can do, and I think I can win. In fact, he said, I know I can win, and he did. I mean, Donald Trump's a doer. Whether you like him or not, he is a doer. And just look at the the wealth he has created over the years. And, folks, those of you who are out there want to call Donald Trump a racist, the man has hired more black people and more Hispanic people In in private sector jobs, he has created more wealth for Hispanic families, more wealth for black families. He has created and offered jobs that have allowed black families, white families, Asian families, Hispanic families to create a life for themselves and take care of their families. That was something Donald Trump created. It wasn't a government program. That created Donald Trump's hotels. It wasn't a government program that had uh, Donald Trump's land. You know his realty business. It wasn't a government program that allowed Trump to 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 build some casinos. It wasn't a government program that gave Donald Trump money to hire the people that he hired. And if you don't believe me, just go do some research and see the number of people of color of different backgrounds that the Trump uh, businesses have hired over the years. So. How people can get away with calling Donald Trump a racist is just blows my mind. Uh, I can understand if you want to disagree with with Trump or you don't like his personality, but stop trying to be disparaging. It's not getting you anywhere. In fact, David, um I had quite the little Facebook thing going on this morning where I myself was called a racist <laughs> uh, i and then I replied and I said, "Well, you realize that I'm a Hispanic." And they came back and said, well, I, I know a lot of Hispanics who are racist. Huh. Well, I, I mean, well, it's, it's like just, me. Some of my best friends are Mexicans. There you go. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's amazing to me. And all I did was reply to uh, someone who made a post that said there were, we went through 8 years of obama with zero scandals well folks that's just not that's just not true yeah. so i quickly rattled off 16 scandals that went on within the obama administration and then people started they didn't come back to me with trying to defend their point they didn't come back to me and say well let's talk about this they didn't come back to me and say well i disagree with this but maybe you're right about this oh no they came back and started calling me names called me racist called me uh that i was unamerican and unpatriotic so somehow in the eyes of the left, if you disagree, if you have political discourse, then you're un-American and you're unpatriotic. And, and that, that's a horrible road to go down. And, and what I'd say to my Democrat friends, you, all you're doing right now is re-electing Donald Trump. If, if you really, really are passionate about your cause, then get together, get off your butt – Go raise some money, go get in front of some cameras, go walk your neighborhoods, come up with some ideas, and go beat Donald Trump in the ballot box.
0: Well, you know, it's, it's like our former guest, Donna Rhodes, said a minute ago or a few minutes ago. Maybe she didn't say it on the air. We were talking about it off, off air. But uh, the fact is, the Democrats, they have nothing to run on. Right. They, they don't. have not come up with anything. No cure, well, no claim, he, no nothing.
1: No. Well, you know, and, uh, it was it was back in the 90s that the uh, Democrats were running on the platform of, it's the economy, stupid. Yeah. Well, David, they can't run against the economy no, right now.
0: They can't run against anything. Mm. And that's that's got to infuriate them that uh, what Dr- Donald Trump said he would do, he's, he's doing. done. And, and
1: there is another great point, David. How long has it been, David, since we've had a president that – on the campaign trail, made promises, made a checklist of those promises, got elected, and then went down the list: check, check, check. I promise this; I'm going to deliver. I promise that. That is pretty darn refreshing. Um, I would even commend a Democrat if they did that. Uh, but we—how long has it been since we've had any Democrat or Republican president that went down the checklist and fought for the promises they made and made them happen? I don't think we've had that i don't even know when we, when if we can say that we've ever had that, but we do have it with
0: President Trump well, Obama said he was going to give away everything and he did <laughs> and he gonna, tried you know and uh, <laughs> he uh, he <laughs> said that he was going to uh, uh, reduce our military, and he did yeah, this is oh, that's you true. know so but it's but it's it's, it's trump like I said, he stays four, four five, six, ten steps mm-hmm. ahead of the Democrats, and uh, he really does. I, I, uh, I don't want a Democrat in here. I don't like most Democrats. Not today's and Democrats. They don't make any sense, and so they have really nothing to to debate about.
1: Well, if you just listen to the candidates, David, and, and if you're out there listening to us right now, and you're a Democrat voter because you're married to the letter d let me ask you this right now we have a, and if you're a democrat and and supposedly you believe in helping the children you believe in helping different groups because you put everybody in a group you're either hispanic american you're black american you're asian you're this you're that and the other well let me ask you this democrat voter and those of you married to the letter d are you ready to get rid and reverse the lowest unemployment for hispanics in history the lowest unemployment for blacks right now are you ready to turn that back you want to turn that dial back those are the
0: questions we need to ask david and who's gonna pay for it we'll be back right after
2: this perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction if not you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol
0: And we're back on America's Web Radio and a special session of David's Pick with our special guest, uh, Victor Armandales. <laughs> and, uh, Victor, thanks for taking your morning off and coming in. Uh, oh, absolutely. We've had some fantastic shows. This morning we uh, started out with Donna Rowe, a Vietnam veteran, uh, the wow. first lady uh, inducted into the Georgia Military Hall of Fame, wow. immersed from... Uh, Vietnam and just just a beautiful wonderful lady and then when, then I wanted to do this show and talk about uh, this impeachment thing and and <laughs> being the conservative that I am and as I was getting sick watching the stuff yesterday on uh, television and you know I <laughs> Wait How till much? you see today
1: what's going on. Oh, <laughs> it, it's even I can, worse. I can, it's worse. Oh, it's worse. If you watch David, what's going on this morning with the with the hearing? They they brought in uh, the uh, director of national intelligence, and they're drilling him, um, and they're getting the Democrats. They they just look like fools because, especially Adam Schiff, because they're trying to get him to say they're they're leading him talk about leading the witness but they're trying to get him to say things that he and he's just too smart for him huh. and, and it, it, it's it's quite the display
0: well I, you know I, I as I sat and watched this yesterday I kept asking myself you know one who's paying for it and you know what is is it England that has the law that if you sue somebody and you win, then you win. But if you sue somebody and they win, you pay. Loser
1: pays? Yeah. I'm right. not sure if they... I know that... Um, I know Texas did some tort reform to that, I think, to that nature. But, uh, but yeah, you know, David, that's something that I've been calling for for a while. We this should is, have a loser pay system.
0: Yeah, and, and particularly with Congress, and when it's so one-sided, it's either the Republicans or the Democrats, you know, I'm... That's not why I send my tax dollars in. Mm -hmm. I send my tax dollars in to keep the repairs on the road, keep our military up, do stuff for the country. Mm -hmm. And I can't see that this yelling for impeachment or, or all of these investigations are for anything. If somebody is that damn crooked or they've done something that damn bad, then yes, but it should be so obvious that you know it's it's like the uh, like the uh, stuff that was on the blue dress. well, that was pretty easy to figure out, and uh, even back then, and you know I just I'm tired. I am really tired as a taxpayer. We're being had, and nothing has been accomplished and I the other thing I was wondering about on the couch, sitting on the couch was, had we had Hillary or a weaker mm. leader, not only nothing, but less than nothing would have been accomplished. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, wonder how Trump has been able to do what he's been able to do, and whether it's executive order or just uh, uh, just the uh, steamroller well <laughs> uh, technique.
1: Well, you know, David, that's a a, a very good observation because when you look at president trump and again whether you like him or not just drop your emotions and and just look at the actions look at the past presidents whether it was obama or bush uh, 2 or bush 1 um, you know just go back and 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 not just the presidents you know look at some senators look at some congressmen look at these career politicians who are perfectly fine with kicking the can down the road. They're perfectly fine with never actually coming up with a solution to a problem. Folks, we've been fighting poverty for 50-plus years. We've been fighting the war on drugs for 50-something-plus years. Um, there's a reason for that. There's a reason that for eight years under the Obama administration, Obama stoked the flames of... of the race debate, let's say, or or um, pitting people. L- look at the Democrat Party. You have to be. You're a Mexican American. You're a Guatemalan American. You're this. You're that. You're a Black American. You're a gay American. You're a transgender American. You're not sure what you are American. You're. <laughs> I mean, when they put people in these groups, and you're allow, and you allow yourself to be put in these groups, then. What the government does is get you
0: to be uh, – pit you against another group. Which reminds me, I've got to break in. At 1 o'clock, we start Let's ah, Talk Venezuelan in that's English, right. And uh, at, at 2 it, o'clock, let's talk Venezuelan in, in Spanish. In Spanish. No, that's,
1: that's right. And, and I'm sure they, they will probably get into some of this too because when you pit one group against another – then the eye to the government goes away. So you're not really watching what the government's doing, and then they start manipulating you, and you're fighting with another group. And then, before you know it, you're both beholden and dependent on the government. And that's awful. You know, the one thing that, that David, that the Washington establishment hates is the idea of independence. They really do, especially the today's Democrat Party. Well,
0: they're smarter than you are. Uh, exactly.
1: They know everything. Uh, I didn't everything. include
0: myself in that because I, you know, I think-, think I'm smarter than they are.
1: Think about it, David. Um, today's Democrat Party and many in the Republican establishment believe that they can take your money because they know how to spend it better than you. That is messed up. And, and, and David, you're always saying, uh, where's the money coming from? Where's the money coming from? How are we going to pay for it? That ought to be the – every elected official – Should say whenever a bill is put before them or if they're introducing a bill, it ought to be ended with how we're going to pay for it or this is how we're going to pay for it. Uh, We as people, we we the people, should start demanding from our elected officials – Don't come to me telling me you need this or don't come to me telling me I need this unless you're coming and telling me how you're going to get the money. And don't come to me and tell me you're going to raise my taxes because that ain't going to work. You need to come tell me we're shutting down this program so we can shift the money to this. Because the federal government wastes so much money right now, David, I don't have to tell you that. Uh, So we should start demanding from both sides of the aisle – that if you have these grandiose programs and we're in and we're such desperate need to have them that, that black people over here or Hispanic people over here, oh, they are so dumb and can't fend for themselves that we have to have a program for them. Or this transgender group over here, they're so confused on their sexuality that they can't fend for themselves that we have to have a program
0: for them. Well, then you ought to tell me where you're going to get that money from. I agree. And, you know, as you were talking, I, I had this thought that I'd like to challenge, and I'll even challenge you and myself, and uh, we'll we'll bring some of the folks that are running for federal office oh. in and mm-hmm. talk to them and ask them some of the the questions. How do you feel or how do you see our government paying for this? Oh, that would be and, awesome. um, you know, And start, you need to, I would even say I would buy the, the spiral notebook Ask the question. Write down the questions, and when you go to uh, Republican or Democrat, uh, anything, mm-hmm. ask them how, how they're going to pay for it. That's a great idea. And and look on my
1: show on Tuesdays. Um, I'm bringing in candidates and saying, when we get into 2020, I'm going to have a lot more candidates come in. And, David, I think that is going to be, if not the first question, it will be the last question, or it will be my, my question to every time they bring up a program is, where's the money coming from? Where, how are we going to pay for it? And taxing the public is not a, a viable answer.
0: And, and you can take it both ways. The Republican, the uh, Democrat that comes up with either tax or we're going to spend this for this and mm-hmm. – we're going to buy square, square toilet paper rolls instead of round ones. So how are they going to pay for it? Yeah, have the, how are you good. going to address that, Mister right.
1: Republican? Exactly, because you know if I, if I were running today, and that question, first of all, that question wouldn't be have to be wouldn't have to be asked of me because uh, I would run on cutting spending. David, when was the last time we had a politician, that Republican or Democrat, that Called a special house session like they did this morning, and brought some people before them themselves, the politicians, and ask about the twenty-two plus trillion dollar debt that we have. We have a spending problem in Washington, and no one wants to address it. So if I were running for for Congress or Senate, uh, for House or for Senate, and someone asked me, "Hey, I could tell you right now," well, I want to shut down the Department of Education. Uh, I want to shut down, if not drastically, reduce the EPA. Uh, I, uh, there's plenty of other programs that I'm prepared, including the IRS, uh, that um, we can start gutting. There are – okay, how much money are we giving to scientists on climate change for the cause of climate change? This is, this is money that's being wasted. Uh, how many studies are we doing right now to, to figure out why a truck driver falls asleep at the wheel? <laughs> that was a study, David.
0: That taxpayer money was spent on. I can believe it. Uh, 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 that is ridiculous. So, and yet we things. won't spend money on one of the most important programs of this century, probably ever. And that's NASA, and mm. the and the uh, products and the yep. and the uh, well, not only products, but the uh, advancements in science that we got from having a space program mm-hmm. and uh, to have cut it is just deplorable to me and Absolutely. that's not how you save money, that's mm-hmm. how you lose money. Well that's how you lose
1: a generation or that's how you lose the future uh, and there are people out there that would be all too happy for us to do that I mean, yeah. look the Obama administration we're lucky they didn't dismantle NASA Yeah, uh, totally and, and, uh, so that, and see I, I believe, David, that the american people on the whole they, they will not have problems with with money going to certain things tax in fact most of the americans don't have a problem with taxes we have a problem with the tax system and if if we could do a more transparent tax system which would be the fair tax a consumption tax uh, then we really can see where the money's going and the government would have to budget because under a true consumption tax system the american people truly have the option to say you know what i'm going to pay more taxes this month or i'm going to pay less taxes this month what better force to use against politicians and keep them in line by saying you know what you're going to get less money this month unless and you start you know <laughs> spending correctly and or, your
0: buddy uh, sanders we're going to tax <laughs> we're going to tax the rich more well i tell you what in the fair well, tax i i'm not I'm sorry, I wish I could, but, you know, my bathtub just won't hold a, you know, a 150-foot yacht. Right. And, uh, (laughs) you know, so I'm not going to be out buying a, you know, a $10 million yacht or a $100 million yacht. But the rich can, Mm -hmm. and they're, heaven forbid, they're taxed. So they are paying more. You know, think,
1: think about it. You brought up the yacht business. The yacht industry employs painters mechanics
0: decorators
1: b- decorators, furniture companies uh, I mean tile companies, carpet companies, I can go on and on and on of all the small businesses that are created and supported by just the yacht industry
0: you missed one and we had them on uh, show on the business hour a uh, month and a half, two months ago and I had never ever thought about this but these were th- this company that was on the business hour and interviewed by uh, Ron Camacho they're in the s- customized stairwell business, stair business. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of that one <laughs> you know and that's amazing <laughs> wow, but see, uh, uh, two-story three-story yacht
1: and that's an industry that was created probably because there was a demand for some one percenter out there who, who wanted a custom stairwell or a staircase mm-hmm. uh, I mean capitalism is a beautiful, beautiful thing amen, and it doesn't happen in any country like it does here and the fact that we have a political party the the hypocrites, the Democrats that and and folks I, this is not hyperbole. just listen to Kamala Harris, listen to elizabeth the, the Warren the fake Indian, listen to o 'Rourke, the fake Hispanic, listen to Bernie the Socialist, listen to Spartacus Booker. Uh, listen to, um, oh my gosh, I'm gonna forget the other ones, but, but they're all spouting the same thing. Their message is capitalism bad, socialism good. You having money bad, us having money good. Everything that the, that the Democrats up today are proposing, whether it's Cortez or Kamal Harrison, all the other ones I just named, everything they are proposing Is something you, the people, we, the people, are going to have to bear, not them. The elitists will be, they will be protected from it. So you have to keep, you've got to remember that.
0: And with that being said, we've got to take our final break on David's pick with our guest, Victor Armanderas. (laughs) I can do it. It You can. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we'll be back right after this.
2: Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctors' Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Shirts, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not... or your loved one, can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the Americas Broadcast Network.com. Thank you for listening.
0: Okay, you're back on America's Web Radio, and uh, we've got great news for you. It's my understanding we don't have a green room, so in our uh,
1: in, our in plain, the plain lo-
0: white wall we, room, we do have a lobby. We do have a lobby. In our lobby, <laughs> sitting out there, waiting, waiting, just like a just like a thoroughbred horse.
1: That's in right. The gate, ready
0: to go. We got Josie Cruz and Cat Fle- Fletcher, Fletcher. Fletcher waiting. for the the bell to go off and they'll come running into the (laughs) studio and do a great, great... Let's talk Venezuelan show. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and if you're listening, you should you should stay tuned and listen because Josie is running for Congress here in Georgia. She's uh, she's running for the fourth district. She's running against Hank Johnson, and and those of you outside of Georgia probably know the okay, name. Breaking
0: but, on the news <laughs> is the fact that
1: the island is is it, it hasn't sunk yet, but it
0: hasn't <laughs> sunk. It's only listing. Yeah. The, to the it, right. it might tip a little to
1: the right, according oh, gotcha. to Hank Johnson. That's, uh, but uh, but yeah, folks, stay tuned and listen because she she's a she's a fireball and and uh, she is going to run against Hank and hopefully beat him. But uh, but David, I want to take a moment here um, just to give a little shout out. We have a listener in Pennsylvania who's hard at work in a shed <laughs> in a storage shed. That's our
0: kind of people.
1: That's <laughs> our kind of people, <laughs> and he's listening. Uh, He's listening uh, very, very astutely hey,
0: brother, to the I show. Am Hi, oh. I am
3: Hi, I am Josie Cruz. <laughs> it's a terrorist invasion? Yes, I am hijacking <laughs> your program. Fireball. I'm sorry, I couldn't That's resist. Okay. Sit down. How are you Siéntate doing?
1: Good, good. Siéntate, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, I heard that
2: you we, said I am a firewall. Absolutely. <laughs> he
1: called you a thoroughbred. <laughs> <laughs> so, so ladies and gentlemen we just got joined in the studio by by josie and as i said before she is running for the fourth district official. it's official, um, here's, here's, it's official. What
3: here's what people uh, think
0: about this uh,
1: golf clap golf clap Folks, you just never know what's going to happen on live radio. You just don't. And uh, Josie, I'm so glad you jumped in here today. Give us a quick update. Now, we've got listeners all over. I just did a shout out to some listeners from Pennsylvania, uh-huh. and they may not be able to vote in Georgia, but they sure can spread the word about Josie. And I a uh,
3: war because mm-hmm. um, um, I consider this um, this campaign and mm-hmm. I'm running. I consider this as a declaration of war. There you go. Okay. Uh, it has two fronts.
1: Mm-hmm. The
3: first front is against socialism because socialism is trying to destroy our country, my country, mm-hmm. United States. And the other front is the spiritual battle. So, in this part, every person who lives outside district number four, I'm going to need your help. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be very simple. It has two, two, um, Two points. The Mm -hmm. first one is um, I would love for you guys, anyone who's Christian out there, anyone who's a Jew, anyone who got a fear of God, of the Lord, to pray not only for me, but to pray for those people who are going to listen to my message. Mm -hmm. Okay? So the Lord, God, who we call God, can open their mind and their heart to receive my message Mm -hmm. with my cute. Accent, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay, with my cute accent, and the second one is, of course, with donation. Mm-hmm. Whoever going to donate five dollar, ten dollar, twenty dollar you know, in the adds future, up. yeah, everything adds up. But yes, a lot of people say, oh, "I would love to work for you, but we can I cannot do it because you. I don't live in your district. Mm-hmm. I live uh, in another place. But that's the better. That's the best." way to help me out is with prayer so uh, the Lord can prepare those hearts and those minds because mm-hmm. guess what here in DeKalb in the DeKalb area which is the, the, the county that defines the election for district number 4 believe it or not mm-hmm. okay um, DeKalb um, will um, need that kind of help from uh, all the people around it, from all Christians, all Jews, any, par- any person, like I said from before, who had the fear of the Lord and who wants to better this country. That's, that's the, one, the kind of help that I'm looking for for mm-hmm. now because the attack is going to come, and we're going to need just the 20% of those votes to flip them. Mm-hmm. So if we can flip just 20% of the decal uh, amount of people who are mm-hmm. voting,
1: who vote we
3: will have the number that we need to mm-hmm. flip, No one, to flip the seat.
1: And let me tell you, if you flip that seat, then there's going to be other seats that will flip in Georgia without a doubt. And you're in this uh, a similar situation as President Trump. You know, the one thing that today's Democrats are scared to death of, and they won't mention this, David, this is another thing, uh, they're terrified that Donald Trump is is breaking into the black vote and breaking into the Hispanic vote. I mean, you have right here in studio right now three Hispanics that proudly will vote for Donald that Trump. Mean,
0: that means I'm, I'm a fletcher. minority. I'm Fletcher.
3: That's right. <laughs> I'm Fletcher. I'm Fletcher. His, his Hispanic
0: heritage. Uh, okay, we're doubting. We're not that So I, I, I want to so say one other thing too. If, uh, <laughs> this is this is not um we're going to continue to do the show let's talk venezuelan because we're going to tell the truth and both josie and kat are venezuelans and uh they're americans now but they come from venezuela and they know and they still have friends and folks that they know that we will tell the truth about what's going on in venezuela and what has gone on and how wonderful socialism is (laughs) in Venezuela Um, so with that being said if you're in a Spanish business or you're in a mail order or online business I can't I'm not giving Josie and I don't know where the politics are and all that stuff but we're going to do a show on Venezuela and I'm just very fortunate to have the two of them that will do it but we need sponsors, and this is we're doing something that is so unique. The first hour, which we're going to start in about seven minutes, will be in English, and the second hour will be in Spanish. Nobody else in the country that I know of is doing that. So, no. if you've got a business that you want to help support the Venezuelans and hear the truth, that all Americans can hear the truth. Let us know. Call our general manager or call me or whoever and uh, or email us at general manager or GM at America's Web Radio or David, and I'll be glad to get back to you. And it's for literally pennies you will be able to reach the world with your form or with your product or whatever you're selling. And just let us help you and support the Venezuelans By helping sponsor the show, and uh, they need (laughs) they need help. There there are problems in Venezuela that our media is not even addressing, (laughs) other than America's Web Radio. We're going to continue to do that. That's true. Hey, David, real quick, um, I just I got a
1: question now from a listener, and I've got to answer this because uh, one of them. So a really nice lady has asked a nice question of course that's followed up by somebody who wants to answer for me uh, who's a leftist probably socialist I shouldn't say probably. that because I don't know them. I should, like, I should, you I I that I shouldn't say that's that <laughs> but, <laughs> but the question is uh, was I saying earlier that a, a person of color or, or, a, uh, uh, or a Hispanic uh, the question is was I saying earlier that they couldn't be a racist and look, because and the reason why, uh, just to catch everybody up here, because this morning I was called a racist uh, just because I disagree politically. Um, so no, uh, so this is going out to Annette uh, Annette Gause, who is an awesome, awesome lady. She is the wife of Larry Gause, who is my new Gingrich. Um One of the the best things that came out of when I ran for Congress, Josie, when I ran in, in uh, my first time for Congress. In District Four, mm-hmm. um, one of the best things that came out of that is my friendship with Larry Galls and and his wife um, mm-hmm. Annette. Okay, um, wonderful people. Um, well. Annette asked um, if if I was saying if colored people, people of color, or or Hispanics or whatever, could mm-hmm. be a racist, or was I saying they couldn't be? Um, so Annette, absolutely not. You know as well, uh, you know we all know that that uh, anyone can be a racist. The the question that I would have for the people that are on that feed that that Annette was responding to is, do they even know what racism means? Do they know the definition of racism? Uh, first of all. We have bastardized the word racist. And absolutely, there are examples of black people being racist every day. In fact, g- look to Chicago, and you can see black people being racist against their own people. Um, you can. About, uh, wait a second. How about look at Congress? And you can look at Congress. You can look at Congress and the actions. Well, um, somebody
0: named Waters or something. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but but my my point is that we we bastardized the word. So when you when when we use racism so much, it loses meaning, and everyone. But throws you, know it that, right? and, uh,
3: you know why is that, right? You know why they are minimizing that word because that's the that's the main agenda of, of socialism. Well, is it to is. take the meaning of words mm-hmm. and the meaning of. What is the original of mm-hmm. something? They minimize it, dilute it, mm-hmm. and then uh, attach it to something else different. Yeah. Well, what you, they want?
1: You attach it to your opposition. In fact, it's a tenet. It's a tenet of communism. It's a tenet of socialism. That's agenda. Um, but I, I, what I would say is, when we're talking about racism, racism is the inherent belief that you believe one race is greater, smarter just inherently smarter, greater than the other, than another race. That's racism. Most of what people get into when they accuse people of being racism, they're actually accusing them of being prejudice or bigotry. Um, I wish people would know them difference. Uh, but, Annette, absolutely anyone can be a racist. If, if I'm a black person or if I'm a Hispanic and I believe that just because I'm Hispanic... Or Look, just I because, am Hispanic. You
3: know. I am Hispanic. I spent over 20-something years in South Florida, okay? In, and sadly... Very sadly, I mean, mm-hmm. it's disappointed seeing people from one nation, from Latin America, mm-hmm. being racist to another people from another right. nation, from mm-hmm. c- from Central America, right? Calling, them names, calling their names, calling them name, because man. these people are a little more lighter skin, mm-hmm. or because they didn't mix. Like mm-hmm. me, I am mixed. I am I have black, white, and an Indian in my blood. Mm-hmm. So I am a little. I am the result of the three three
1: yeah right three races. Right. Mm-hmm. I am
3: the main resor- yeah. result. Mm-hmm. But some of these people they only are a result of two races, mm-hmm. only one, because uh, they came from Spain and they stay mm-hmm. in these islands and mm-hmm. they never mix because they kill all the Amerindian and then mm-hmm. the black they had the black separated, you know, mm-hmm. and a, a bridge between both of them. So they still continue had the European. Absolutely. European, so they are the one who are attacking yep. other. So mm-hmm. there is a, there is racism in between the a- Latinos. Absolutely, the same and thing with the, uh, with, the black, with the with the black with the black skin.
1: I experienced in District Four when I ran mm-hmm. that there were there were black people who were born in America. Their their family has only been in America, and they consider themselves African American. Who were mad and ugly too. African immigrants, yes. who were supporting me, and
3: Haitian, just
1: and Haitian, and, and Haitian, Haitian, and
3: yeah. Jamaican, yeah. and all of those just, people are just black.
1: because they were supporting me, mm-hmm. and, and I, I was running as a Republican, mm-hmm. um, just because the immigrants, the the African immigrants and the Haitian immigrants and and and, and Jamaican were supporting me. We had American-born black people that mm-hmm. were angry with them and calling them names. They called them traitors. They got, and so this is w- w- what I'm getting to here, Annette, is. You're listening to
0: America's Web Radio
1: on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.